0: (laughs) okay here we go i press the record button we're ready to go whenever you want to
1: all right Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Two Nerds, maybe more. Today is March 28th, which is a Saturday, and we are back for episode seven. Is it seven? Yes, it's seven. Well done. You're yes, I, I know how to count up to ten. Once we get past that, I might have a little bit of trouble. I am part of this show. My name is Michael, but always... Sorry, but as always, <laughs> across the pond here with me again, as always, is Marty. Marty, how are you doing today?
0: I am doing pretty good. I'm pre- getting good at washing my hands and stuff like that, and I uh, I can also say that you know. Uh, consciously, I, I 100% of the time don't touch my face. Uh, it's it's, it's good. It's Saturday. It's a, a good evening. And I'm looking forward for us to talk about the political impact it might have when you're not appreciating your president. So as much as I would love to dive
1: into that conversation right now, I would like to remind you that this is a video game themed podcast and not a political themed podcast. So if you're looking to get that outlet out, just go ahead and do it somewhere else but right now speaking of video games we're going to talk about what we've been watching on streaming <laughs> services as per usual because we do sometimes delve into more than just video games so have you been watching anything finishing up a show perhaps
0: oh yes i've been i, I don't know how i, I found time f- to watch all this that i've done this week uh, I, I finished last time i talked about that i watched you Mm -hmm. the series, not you Michael, the series Uh, I finished up season 1 and dove straight into season 2 and watched that as well and now I'm done and I'm like, oh, now I have to wait for 2021 and I cannot wait until (laughs) 2021 because this show is so freaking great and I don't know why, because the main character is a maniac and <laughs> he's he's not a good guy, and, and and we keep rooting for him. And season two had a crazy ending, and I'm like, ah, I can't handle it. I was thinking about
1: it a little bit after you mentioned it last week, and it kind of reminded me of Dexter, mm-hmm. where people were like all into the main character, but he was like this serial killer or whatever. So it, the- yeah. Is that like what? a
0: proper comparison, thing, but in just a yes, basic way? Yes, and no. Uh, actually, they do make Dexter jokes on the show as well, which, mm. are, which is amazing. Uh, but anyway. You can compare it to a certain degree. The thing with Dexter is that he knows that he's a, a serial killer. He, he, and, and he has this honor code that he only kills bad people. He, he works at the police. He, you know, he, he can, he knows who the real bad guys are or, you know, when they get, mm-hmm. you know, when, when the justice system just doesn't work and the wrong people are getting accused or they get off the hook, stuff like that. So he's only killing bad guys. So, I mean, still you as a viewer know that obviously, nobody should i mean most people probably know this but you you, you don't go out and kill people you shouldn't do that <laughs> um um but you feel like it's sort of all right to root for dexter anyway because mm-hmm. you know oh, it's it's bad people it's killing yeah. it's 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 sort of its own kind of justice it's, it's it's fine right but but with this character in in you he's not like that i mean sure he's trying to be better but He's killing people. Come on, he's a bad guy, and he, he, he yeah, he, he. Oh, I was very close to 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 spoil season one. There. No, it's he's a bad guy. Okay.
1: Yeah, I still didn't get to check it out. Uh, no, I didn't watch too much this week. We'll get into what I wa- what I watched, but I quickly want to touch on. Uh, you put that altered carbon. as a must watch. Yes. I know nothing about yes. altered carbon.
0: Enlighten me. No. Wait. Altered carbon, <laughs> that's, that's, that's different. The thing is, you know, it, it's starting to, it's one of those things. It's starting to become a little bit complicated. There's a book, there's a series, and then there's an anime. Mm-hmm. This one that I, I brought up right now here in the show notes, that's the anime. Okay. Uh, it, it's a one, one, one hour, 10 minutes thing. It's an, it's its own thing. Uh, I added this as a, as a much watch because it's really cool. I really, really enjoyed it. Altered carbon is basically in the future. People are, we have figured out. Uh, immortality basically mm-hmm. and the way it works is that we have what is called a stack at the back of our, our neck where our uh, it's like a digital thing so you, you your personality uh, uh you as a human being your soul whatever you want mm-hmm. to call it is in this stack so if you get shot if you die they can just Uh, download that stack, put it into another body or clone your body Mm. um, so you can get a new body. So basically, you can take backup of yourself, stuff like that. So basically, you're immortal. Human is immortal. Mm -hmm. Uh, It also means that space travel is not needed because you can just what they call needle cast or basically just transmit your body from Earth to another planet Mm -hmm. uh, and download your, your, your consciousness down into a new body and stuff like that. So that's kind of like the world uh I'm, I'm pretty sure that you can then think, yo, that's a lot of stuff that can go wrong or happen or things when when, when you can do things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's a cool world, I find. Um, there's the series on Netflix, which is... Uh, first season is pretty cool. Second season, um, I'm not really feeling it as much as the first season. Mm-hmm. And I think part of that, because I've thought about it, I think part of it is that I read the books in the meantime. When I watched the first season, I didn't know anything about this universe. I saw mm. the first season, God, oh, this is cool I want to know more read the books, fell in love with the character he's He's such a cool character, the main character and then I saw then I saw season two, and I'm like, but the main character in season two is nothing like the one in the books mm. um, I think the character in the books is way cooler his personality stuff like that. So, I think that's why I got a little bit disconnected from it. But that being said, there are some cool things in the series that's not in the book. Books, um, for instance, AIs is a really big thing in the series. It's not something, well, there, I think there is AIs in, in, uh, well, there is AIs in, in, in the books, but they don't, they're not, in the series, they're personified, mm-hmm. uh, so you actually get to know the AI. It's more in in the books; they're more like just a tool and stuff like that. So, so that's this AI character that is really cool in in the series.
1: Okay, awesome.
0: So, yeah, that that's you know everything wrapped up. Then I found out this week that there is an anime called Altered Carbon Resleeved. This one is really cool because, I mean, I like anime, so that's the plus point already there. Um, but also I feel like the character is closer to, uh, he's more true to the character in the books, I feel like. So Mm -hmm. that's another plus point. But they also take one of the good things from the series, which is the AI, and adds that to this thing as well. So I I feel like this is the perfect mix. Uh, It's it's so cool, and I added it as a must-watch because I thought it it was so damn cool. Um, So... I can highly recommend watching All the Carbon Resleeved. Uh, and I think it should be fine to watch it, even though you haven't read the books or seen the series, because they do sort of explain how it okay. works. A little bit briefly, they go over it like it's in the first few minutes, and then that's it. But I do feel like you can watch it as a standalone thing.
1: Awesome. I'll be sure to try to give that a look. That was a, that was a long rant. I'm sorry about that. It's all right. I'm, it's all
0: right. I, I, I really <laughs> like this universe. I can really recommend the books. So.
1: Um. And I'll keep it a bit more grounded. Uh, I've actually been not able to watch a lot of like shows recently, so I pretty much whatever we put on, we're gonna be laid out. Selena and I will usually put on either Netflix or like Disney Plus, and we'll put on a series that we've seen before. So we've been watching quite a bit of Boy Meets World again. And mm-hmm. for those who don't know, Boy Meets World is a show from the '90s, and it follows a group of kids. As they grow up. They start off in the 6th grade. And it follows them all the way through. uh, Like college. And when they're leaving. Leaving college. And going off to forge their own paths. And it's a growing. Like what is it? Like growing into yourself type tale. Where it shows like all their trials and tribulations. Overcoming those things. Some people don't overcome those. And it's grounded in reality. And the reason why I wanted to bring it up. Is because. It just made me remember the way that shows used to kind of when they were trying when i was a kid you watch these shows and you would grow with the characters and this is one of those where these characters feel feel real and the show doesn't hold a lot of punches like it actually hits you with heavy themes of you have kids that are actually in like abusive households and what happens when one of your friends finds out that you're in an abusive household. What do they do? Like the kids are trying to like take them from it without understanding the proper procedures and things like that. And it shows a whole bunch of different things. And I definitely recommend that if you've never checked out Boy Meets World, or even if you have, and you didn't know it's on Disney plus. So definitely go check that out. I've been watching it and some of the jokes don't necessarily still hold up due to like gender norms and things like that. Remember the nineties were a different time. They're what we're like almost 30 years past
0: 1990 now. So like <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, is that many?
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh, just know that some of the jokes are a product of the time. There is some like stereotypes and some gender normalities that are currently being challenged and surpassed. So those do exist and you'll notice them, but they're not arrogant in the way that they do it and things like that. And I think that whenever a gender norm is, presented it's usually opposed by the opposite gender as well so it does definitely show that like hey people still think about them that way but they're fighting back already in the 90s and obviously in history way before then but keep that in mind definitely uh, a must watch especially if you have kids just know that some of the jokes are a bit adult that they do Um, like I said it's based in reality kids actually probably understand more than we think yep Other than that, other than that, I've been checking out some music this week. Mm. Um, I've listened to like three albums this week that have just recently released. One was The Weeknd, his new album, which I really liked. The other one was the Pearl Jam album that just got released, uh, Gigaton. I'm not really into it, to be honest. But then again, I haven't really been into Pearl Jam since like 10. So Mm. um, not the age 10, the album 10. Uh, (laughs) But one that really did catch me was In oh. This Moment. um, The album Mother, like, In This Moment is an awesome metal band. And I love, like, their sound, their presentation, like, their videos. They're very big into, like, the show, I think like Alice Cooper, but heavier. So I know, I think you said you were giving it a listen. Uh, mm. What did you think of it?
0: I, I enjoyed it. And I think it... it um... It, it does fit in with where I am right now because, uh, this week actually I've been, uh, I've been, I've what, I've, I've randomly stumbled upon a video, YouTube video, where there was this obnoxious, obnoxious, uh, YouTube host who were like, oh my god, new metal is on its way back, um, and then he just started about ranting about all these, these bands that is starting to mix new metal elements back into the music and making, you know, the new version, mm-hmm. uh, new metal 2020. So, you know, new metal was a big thing 20 years ago. For those who don't are not into new metal, it came, it started about with corn and deftones, uh, cold chamber. There's a lot of those kind of bands. Um, and elements of new metal is, is slightly coming back into music these days uh i grew up at that point i was really much into new metal S- mm-hmm. some of it i do know that there was, there was a lot of these bands and not all of it was great yeah. um but i liked the style and i like the sound and i feel like in this moment has some of that i mean it's not i would not call it new metal at all but they do have some of those elements some of that sound uh from back then and uh, just i really enjoyed it and i mean from that also, from that YouTube video I watched with the guy, all the bands that he was just ranting about, I was just, oh, Googling this, Googling that. Oh, this is good. Oh, this is not so good. Uh, so I actually found a lot of, of new mu- music that I've been checking out, but, uh, I haven't listened to it enough to, to, to want to recommend anything right now. But anyway, in this moment, uh, the few th- songs that I listened, to, uh, um, on there was pretty good. And there was a cover as well. Who
1: was There's that like, word? um, there's like two variations. There was, um, there was one. Which was almost like a, I don't know if it was a cover or a like a different rendition of, uh,
0: what is it? Fly Like an Eagle? I think it was. Was that it? Uh, I'm not sure. Let me, in this moment, <laughs> starting up the Google machine.
1: Um, so there was two. There's one that's like Fly Like an Eagle. And then there's the uh, We
0: Will Rock You. We Will Rock You. Yes, Queen. There we go. Uh, I, I, yeah. I did have a feeling with Queen. I uh, that was I mean that song I heard the first minute and that's when I then had to go eat before the show, so uh I didn't manage to actually finish the song off. But No. I mean, uh I love Queen, so when that was that when that song came on I was like, "Oh, this is pretty cool." Uh I still have to go back and listen properly to it, but uh but overall, I think I listened to the first four songs I did and and it's definitely something that well, a few of those songs will end up on my playlist, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, I've really enjoyed the album. Um, I listened to the whole thing already. So, yeah, I'm a big fan.
0: But let's say we move on to some gaming stuff. Let's do it. Uh, You've been playing Animal Crossings, I can see in the show notes. So has my girlfriend and, like, 90% of the internet, it seems.
1: Yes, right now, Animal Crossing is the new hotness. Uh, (laughs) uh, Selena actually bought a nintendo switch light and the game so that she could play it because uh, the second day into watching me play it she realized that i wasn't getting off the tv <laughs> and i just kept playing it and i think actually a negative thing real quick is that the game only allows you to have one island per switch which is not good um
0: mm. even oh, though you can switch, have mo- not yeah
1: i yeah i think so per switch so Mm. i don't know the validity of that i haven't looked into it but she got her thing before we even saw anything about that Uh, she just wanted to be able to play it so she started playing it she's hooked i started playing it i'm hooked it's so weird because it's not like any other games that i enjoy i generally don't enjoy those games that make you do boring tasks like Mm. daily tasks of like I don't like things like farming simulator where you go and farm things. I don't really play like when everyone was playing farmville on Facebook or whatever. I didn't like that. I don't play like the stardew valleys or anything like that. I just find the games tedious, even the Sims. Like it's not something I dislike. It's just something that I don't gravitate towards, but animal crossing gets me.
0: I have to say you're missing out on Stardew Valley. It's actually pretty good fun. I've, I've played it. I didn't think it would be something for me, but my girlfriend started playing it, and I was watching it. And I was like, "It actually does look kind of fun. I want to try it a, just a little bit." <laughs> and that's how you. That's how they get you. <laughs>
1: so it's been one of those games that it's been on my radar and I wanted to give it a shot, but I just never pulled the trigger on it. And mm. I just checked my steam and I still have not pulled the trigger on it. Like I haven't even bought it. <laughs> Normally I'll pull a trigger and I'll buy it, but I won't play it, mm. okay. but I didn't even buy it. So
0: okay. Okay. sorry, right. Stardew Valley, but <laughs> that, that's fine. Anyway, animal crossing. I, I've also seen a, a few screenshots from one of my friends who also plays it. And you know, it, it's interesting to see that because that's- this game is totally up-to-date with what's going on in the world today uh my my friend had a a, one of the characters on the island come up to him sneeze him in the face and tell him oh now you also know this amazing uh emote or whatever so now my my friend can run around and sneeze on people and i'm like yeah all those characters they have corona now i'm staying away from that game i'm staying away
1: (laughs) i have not encountered that i have not encountered that so that's the first i hearing of that we
0: have screenshots it's true (laughs) i'm not making this up
1: (laughs) wow um I am not going around and sneezing on other uh, (laughs) Islanders or villagers or whatever, um, but animal crossing
0: in your, sneeze in your elbow, (laughs) uh... I got a
1: shout out on my stream yesterday because I sneezed and I sneezed into my elbow and people in the chat were just like, Hey, thank you for doing it. Right. I'm like,
0: (laughs) who doesn't (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it's one of those funny things where it's like now everybody is like commenting on it and, you know, uh, sneezing right, not into your hands, but into Mm -hmm. your, your elbow Stuff that you know you should have always been doing to be to be fair, yeah, and also washing hands. Oh, you. You're washing your hands as much as I am, Michael, because I've never had cleaner hands, have to say that. Uh, but no, just a, just a normal thing like that, where I'm like, why don't people do this normally? Why is it such a big thing right now? I work sense. with kids, so yes, I do it normally. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: but aside from Animal Crossing, since it's been taking up quite a few hours of my day, whenever I load it up, I'm never just like, oh, let me jump in real quick and do it. I end up like three hours later, like, oh man, I'm still playing. <laughs> um, I know both of us have been doing different things, but we've both been playing world of warcraft
0: I mean, I think we have been doing similar things as well mm-hmm. uh, but I just I didn't want the show to be like fifty minutes of World of Warcraft, so I just you know picked the things that I thought would be you know the, the biggest thing that I did this mm-hmm. weekend uh, and uh, it's obviously World of Warcraft we're talking about we cannot get around it it is just a game we keep getting back to uh, at the moment there's something called horrific vision which is really cool fun I really enjoy it um it, it's like something you can do solo where you can basically there's like five it's a dungeon thing only for you you can also bring friends up to is it four friends or something? I think it's people.
1: four or five,
0: I think so, yeah. yeah. Um, so, but, but I really, I like trying to push myself and see if I can do these things solo. Um, and obviously you can, I just haven't, you know, I'm just slowly moving there. So basically there's this dungeon, there's there's one boss that you always have to kill. Uh. That's, you know, the bare minimum you have to do, but then there's also uh, four other uh, areas where you can where there's other th- tasks you need you can do if you choose to um, and last week I think I finally managed to no this week sorry this week I managed to solo one of these um by myself all five areas clear everything and I did it twice uh, so I've done it two times um, and what happens is now when you can f- solo Hero of horrific vision is that you gather what's called masks um so you can gather up to five different masks and then when you start a new horrific mission, you can choose how many of these masks you want to activate and the mask basically makes the run harder and harder and harder so if you have run ma- one one mask then it's got a little bit harder if you have two three four five then it gets you know more and mm-hmm. more difficult to do so I was like, oh, I finally, I finally unlocked it. I got two masks now. Uh, I have activated one of them, um, just to see how it was. And I nearly did it. And I was like, oh. I just made it again. I made a stupid mistake. I was uh, a little bit uh, too trigger-happy and went for a boss when I should have filled up my my bar with energy instead. Um, but anyway, I was like, today, I was like, let's try it again. Let's give it one more go. Before the sh- uh, show happening, just so I can show off my elite skills, uh, and I actually managed to down it with one mask active, and uh, yay, gold! <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I unlocked a new head uh, transmark uh, uh, thing, so cool. that I can use uh, on my character now.
1: Um, I'm also doing the visions, but at a much smaller level. Uh, <laughs> I think my my cloak is only rank seven, so. I'm still going through the process of leveling that up so that I can get to that point. But I'm also, excuse me, I'm also playing a healer and I'm hmm. still staying in my holy priest spec So I don't know like what the state of things is, like how far I can go solo. No. And I was thrown, thrown wild because I just started like last week really focusing on it. And it switched from Stormwind to Orgrimmar on me. <laughs> Mm, so i yeah. didn't know like the route like i was learning the stormwind route and now i'm trying to learn the Orgamar route but i yeah. d- am able to down two bosses so
0: I do, not I do just feel the, main like,
1: one, but the basic one
0: i do feel like the, the orgrimmar one feels easier than the stormwind one i don't know if it's true but it does feel like that maybe uh, it's just like, because
1: i've done it more but the stormwind one i was able to understand what to do easier like i was yeah. able to complete it easier
0: I don't know. I mean, it might just be me making things up because I ho- lost horribly one, one week to, to the Storming <laughs> one. So, um, it might be that. Um, but actually one thing that I think, I mean, obviously it is important to, to, to level up your cloak, but actually one thing that I think is a little bit more important is actually also the, uh, talent tree that you can unlock because the further into that you get, the easier you will get it because what I mean, the one thing the the big kicker. Is the one where you unlock where you can, when you kill an elite mob, then you get energy mm-hmm. back. Uh, so oh, yeah. Can, I think I so just
1: you, got that one.
0: Yeah. So you can stay in there longer. And I mean, when I did the two first wings, I'm still on my first energy bar. You have three energy up to was it, three energy, but three chances to reset your energy mm-hmm. bar. When I, after the two first wings, I almost, almost had a full first energy bar still. Uh, so that's how, how good it is that trait. So, um, um, that that's definitely i mean sure a cloak makes it easier higher cloak but that that is the kicker the mm-hmm. three tree is the, the kicker
1: um yeah so visions are a lot of fun if you know what you're doing um, and it can be fun trying to learn it. But in the beginning, I found it very frustrating because I felt just confused and I didn't know what to yeah. do. But I started
0: learning it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, I, and I think that's the thing. Because, some I mean, I think when I went in there the very first time, it was with my main, main character. Mm-hmm. So he was really, really good geared. Uh, so I had no issues with it. But I went in, when, I, when I went in there with an old, I actually ran into the issue that I, I hear a lot of people are having. That the very first time they go in there, they die to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they get booted out of it. Uh, and that have, from what I've, I've read on the internet and stuff, that has discouraged a lot of people, which I th- think is very sad because I feel like this is a really fun addition, something that uh, I hope Blizzard will do do more of in World of Warcraft, but because it's really good fun. And the thing is that that very first time, it's actually designed for you to maybe maybe beat it, if you have the gear for it or whatever. Um, But it is designed for you to maybe lose it most of the time because the very first trait that you get in your talent tree that you unlock straight after that run is actually that you can reset your energy bar, which is very important. Uh, Mm -hmm. So... So... If any of you who are listening plays World of Warcraft and might be discouraged by, by this, get back in there, try it out again. Just have some fun with it because it is, when you get going, it is really good fun.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, also, World of Warcraft, they have a leveling boost going on right now where you get 100% um, experience boost to your characters. So I've been leveling up a mage. Uh, she's currently level 35 and it's pretty impressive considering I just started leveling her recently and I haven't put like hours and hours. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's been a good time. I enjoy that feeling of just like jumping up three levels in one dungeon. (laughs) Um, So if, if you are a newer player or you're somebody who maybe has thought about the game, now is a great time to jump in. It's a great time to jump in because your character is going to be going through the ranks. You're going to be leveling up. You're going to be able to do stuff. Um, dungeon queues are popping relatively quickly even for dps characters which means that you i haven't had to wait more than 10 minutes for a dungeon even at the lower levels which if anyone's leveled before you know that sometimes those queues can go for a long time (laughs) in the early levels um right now they're going seven eight minutes on average uh so definitely jump in there take advantage of it it goes till i think april 20th or something like that
0: yep roughly a month so the thing is I, I saw this p- come live as well uh, this weekend uh, last weekend uh, and last weekend was also the uh, what's it called the uh, time walking dungeon mm-hmm. so where you do, where, where you basically can do old dungeons, scale, your characters will be scaled down to that dungeon so if you uh, are leveling from 110 to 120 which a lot of people would be doing who have been playing the game for a while who have a lot of people like me who has a lot of ults that's probably what you will be leveling when this game became active one time walking dungeon for at level 110 was equal to one and a half experience bar or one and a half level so I, i i think you could probably just do 10 Time walking dungeons, and then you would be max level. <laughs> it was crazy. It's ridiculous. How much, it's ridiculous how much XP you got. I did not have time to to do ten of these dungeons, or I didn't feel like <laughs> doing it. Um, but but no, it, it was definitely it was definitely you know worth <laughs> worth your time.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's what we've been playing this week, but it's we do we have mean. a a bigger topic to discuss. Yes. Um, and you brought this up, so I'll let you I introduce did. it.
0: Okay, I, I was just thinking. Um, I was sitting there today, looking at this show, these show notes, and and it was like a, basically an empty page. And I was like, "Hmm, what can we talk about?" Um, and I do have another idea that I talked to you about. but we'll do that another day. Uh, no spoilers for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I came up with today was I, I, I don't know why I started thinking about it, but I started thinking about old games and how. Uh, basically these days the only you know you know when you when you discover this amazing band michael for the very mm-hmm. first time the only way these days have, that you can sort of get that feeling again is by watching uh, people who are doing reaction videos uh, yeah. to music that they don't know about and they just discover Metallica or whatever, one of those, you know, great bands from, from the old olden days. Uh, <laughs> I sound so old. Um, <laughs> but so I was thinking, hey, what is games that you would love to experience again for the first time?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I asked my, my girlfriend what she thought I would say, and she said, "Well, The Warcraft, naturally. And I mean, sure, it might be on the list, but it's not what I want to talk about. I feel like we talk about World of Warcraft <laughs> enough already. Mm-hmm. Um, so my first game that I want to bring up, it's an old game. I don't even know when it's from. It's called Second Sight. I don't know. Have you ever, does this ring a bell to you, Michael? Have you ever? It does not ring a bell at all. So
1: I'm interested.
0: Okay. Second Sight is probably from, I don't know, late nineties, maybe two thousand, beginning of the two thousands. It was a, a third person, first person, sorry, first person shooter, um, with a little bit of a twist. I think this was one of the first ones that did this because it started out as a first person shooter. You know, you have different weapons, you can shoot stuff. But then, pretty quickly, you unlock a psychic ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this, I think one of the first ones is just you can You can throw objects in the room at uh, enemies and stuff like that. Uh, mm-hmm. But you slowly evolve as the game progresses and the story progresses. You slowly evolve uh you get more and more abilities. And, and I mean, towards the end, it was just so much more fun just to using your abilities than actually using your weapons. You could pick up guards and throw them around and throw them into other guards. And you could, you know, walk outside of your body to check areas before you actually went, went in there. And you could even, uh, uh I think you could, you could possess guards and use them to shoot other stuff until you got killed with that guard or something it had so many things in it and it was just Mm -hmm. so cool but while i think this is one of the first games as well where where i realized whoa this is really good story and it's told so well through the game it even has a Mm -hmm. twist ending where you're like whoa i didn't see that coming that's awesome <laughs> and obviously i won't spoil it if people think i don't know if you can get this game anymore if you can get it to work but I, I know there is youtube videos and stuff about it i have googled it just to take a look at it again and it doesn't look that good these days obviously because it is you know 20, 20 30 years ago No, 20 maybe 20 years ago um but no it's a really cool game the story is cool the mechanics for the time was really cool and i would just i would love to be able to go back and and get that experience again because it was just something it's a game that's always followed me i really really enjoy it
1: so i googled it while you were while you were talking about it because i was like i'd never heard of this game Mm -hmm. and so a quick reference for people it came out in the ps2 era uh, PS2 and the original Xbox. So that's early 2000s. Yeah. Um, early 2000s period. So it's, and it's I'm interested.
0: Of- It's one of those weird things where I'm like, I don't even know how I picked up this game because it was back in the games, in the times where we didn't really download them from the internet yet, like, you know, like we do today with with Mm launches and stuff. So I have, I I picked this game up as a physical copy and I don't know why or where or if I just like the cover or what it was, but for some reason I picked it up for PC and it was great.
1: And is pretty expensive on Amazon
0: right now. Is it? <laughs> it's almost 50 bucks. Wow. Oh, I mean, technically, if you haven't played before, it is probably worth it. It's a good game. Um, um, if, you, if you don't care about graphics, it's probably still a good
1: game. <laughs> I'm surprised that you're bringing it up because I know how you feel about older graphics. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. The thing is that... W- When I say that I would love to experience it again for the first time, I mean going back in time and experience it again for the first time because I don't think I would enjoy it today in in, in this way Mm -hmm. um, where we are, you know, how games have progressed and stuff up until now. But back then, with what we are used to back then, it was amazing. Yes,
1: I have a game like that too, um, but I would still experience it today um and that game it's actually two games i kind of cheated here um but (gasps) the original bioshock Mm. um i still remember first playing that game i played it on the on the xbox 360 and going into rapture for the first time and you're going into the ocean and there's this magnificent city and you're uncovering the secrets of the city while trying to avoid the big daddy and there's these enemies the splicers and the atmosphere of that game at the time for me was unlike anything that i had ever played before Hmm. and it captured like my imagination it built a world that was both non-existent yet could be existing like the idea of a city underneath the ocean is not that far-fetched if you really think about it. Like we've got things like that kind of right now. Mm. And it would make total sense for, hey, we're tired of everything that's going on up here. Let's create our own utopia down here. And you create it, and then obviously everything goes crazy. Yep. Along those lines, I also loved this one is a bit more controversial because a lot of it, it kind of split people up but i loved bioshock infinite and its story and it was like bioshock infinite instead of a city underneath the ocean now you're up in the clouds in the idealistic oh world my god!
0: Like, such crea- creativity from the team there. I, I see i see what they did there
1: <laughs> so it was i love this idea of like A prophet lifts his people up, not only figuratively, but literally, and lifts them into the sky. Um, But it's set in the past, so there's still racial tensions that are going on, and it tackles those things, as well as political issues. And then where people start getting a little bit crazy is um, now you're dealing with time travel and different uh, dimensions and parallel universes and things like that Mm. which I don't think you can ever really tell a a straight line story once you start getting into those elements but I still loved the game and I loved that feel of I'm in this whole new type of like yes it's a city but it's a city in the clouds and Mm. not only is it a city in the clouds but it's a city in the clouds that's set years and years before like even modern day times so it's pretty interesting
0: yeah yeah, I, I have to admit that Bio, I, I wouldn't put it on, the, on a list that I would love to experience again for the first time but I've Bio, I, I played Bioshock Infinite I haven't finished it oh. yeah. uh, <laughs> but no I've played it and it's actually it's actually I, I, I originally got this game on Playstation 3 because <laughs> I had uh, the subscription uh, Playstation Plus I, I had the subscription back then Uh, and Bioshock Infinite was one of the games that I got for it and it was around towards the end of, of the PlayStation 3's lifetime uh, so the reason why I didn't finish it was because PlayStation 4 came out and I bought a <laughs> PlayStation 4 and, you know, started using that instead. Um, so that's why I didn't finish it, but it's a game that I still have on my list. I want to, to, to go back to it. I probably won't be doing it on my PlayStation 3, but, uh, I actually have bought all the remastered of all the Bioshock games, all three of them. That's three, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. Good. Uh, so. I would love to go back and play play them in order uh, and go through uh, the remastered versions of, yeah. of, of and these. I, on that note, I
1: will say that a lot of people kind of forget about Bioshock 2 sometimes. Mm. Uh, I will say that Bioshock 2 is a great game. The only reason why people forget about it is because it just felt too similar to the first one. Mm. It was the same setting, same type of enemies for the most part. Um, it did mix things up a little bit. But it's still a great game. So uh, okay. So so, basi-
0: so basically, like Metallica's second and third album.
1: I'm trying to think of
0: Ride, <laughs> Ride the Lightning, and Master of Puppets.
1: Hmm. I, don't, I think Ride the Lightning is a bit different than Master of Puppets, I, but no, I
0: don't think so.
1: <laughs> All right, that's a discussion for another time.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, hey. Don't get me wrong, they're both amazing albums. I mean, th- <laughs> they could be one long album, and, and that's great, but anyway, sorry.
1: No. Carry um,
0: <laughs> Alright, you want
1: me to go with Game 2? Yes, yes. What's up? Um, this, is, this is a game that holds a lot of personal meaning to me, as well as I think for a lot of other people. Um, the Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past on the Super Nintendo. This game is what I always say it. This is the game... That made me sit down and say, okay, I love video games and they're going to be a part of my life for a very long time. I didn't play the original Zelda. This was my first introduction to a Zelda game. This was also the first introduction that I had to a game where you can save. You can save your game file. I had just played Mario and the original NES and Sonic on the Genesis and things like that. So, jumping into this game, I did, I had no idea what to expect. And all of a sudden, I'm thrown into this world, and there's no instructions except my uncle left, and he, there's a storm going outside, and I'm going to search for him because I'm worried. And all of a sudden, you're thrust into this giant world, and the story is so above you're just some kid. And now, all of a sudden, you're the legendary hero and you're discovering all these new areas of the map and you're collecting these pendants so that you could save the princess and just defeat the wizard only to find out that that's only the first part of the game. I flipped my mind when it took me so many hours to collect the three pendants and then defeat the wizard only to find out that there's a whole nother version of the map called the dark world. And the dark world is many more things for you to collect It's harder. The bosses are more annoying. The puzzles are more difficult. And it just, the whole game just felt like something that I had never experienced before. It's like when somebody played Final Fantasy for the first time and they're like, whoa, like this is huge. And that was a moment that I sat there for hours and hours and hours. And I actually beat the game without guides, without help. I did try to get help from my dad. And all he did was say, open your inventory. I opened it up, and he said, you're missing something. And that was it. And he had (laughs) beaten it. So he knew where it was and wouldn't tell me. That's so evil. Um, But to this day, it's still my favorite favorite Zelda game Hmm. to this day. Love it.
0: I have never really played a Zelda game. Just wanted to (sighs) put that out there. It's one of those games that I've just never played. I don't know why. Um, was it is it originally what a nintendo game or or what was it yes it was
1: originally on the nes
0: yeah then it's probably that's probably why because we never had nintendo as one of the only consoles
1: and it's nintendo exclusive so Mm, yeah
0: so yeah i've never really played zelda at all so I, i cannot tell you if you're right or wrong about this if this is a good game or not uh, I will have to say that uh, I don't know. Have you played the 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 newest version, the Switch version? Version. Is I have. This, I is have. Is that any good? Because I, I have. Considered, it depends. I have considered trying it.
1: It depends. A lot of people like it. Um, I tried to give it a chance, and I can't really get into it. Okay. But that being said, it's a wide open game. As hmm. in, like, once it like opens up, then it really opens up, and you can kind of go out and do different things in different orders. And
0: truthfully, an that's not the type game.
1: of game. Yeah, um, which I'm not always a big fan of those type of games. So that speaks more to me than the game. But I will say that fans of Zelda have said that Breath of the Wild on the Switch is one of the best Zelda games, if not games, that they've ever played. Okay. So take that how you will.
0: I mean, I like a good open world game. uh, So this might be something to me. For me, this might be my introduction to the Zelda world. I don't know.
1: Um, From what I understand, I'll just say one last thing about it, is that you can literally beat the game in an hour. Really? Or so. Like, if you do the right path or whatever, you can just go and fight the boss right away or something. Or Mm. something like that. Like, you can beat it very quickly. Or it can take you as long as you want if you want to explore Mm. everything.
0: So. I mean, that's both my enjoyment and my curse at the same time. (laughs) Uh, Exploring everything. Which Uh, is
1: why I have not... touch the Witcher 3
0: <laughs> oh yeah I, I I gave up it's too big <laughs> <laughs> that's too many things to do <laughs> um, all right another game that had a that I just realized now that that had a huge impact I would love to go back and play again for the first time uh, I actually have gone back and played it for the second time and I think it still holds up is uh, Life is strange. Uh, I don't know if you've tried this, Michael. It's like it's a telltale-like game, um, mm-hmm. where it's very story-based. Uh, there's a little bit of exploring and uh, uh, things like that. But uh, and basically, you have choices, like in a telltale game, with a twist because this game is about time travel, and your character can travel, can rewind time. So that choice that you just make, if you don't, if you saw the outcome, i like, yeah, no. I don't really like this outcome. You can just rewind time. Um, obviously not all the way back to when the game started, but you know, within the scene that you're doing right now, you can rewind time, uh, see the other outcome and be like, oh, actually I like the first one better, so you can rewind back and then choose that one. Um and you might think, hey, that sounds like cheating and easy, but you know, your choices will most definitely No matter what you choose, come back and bite you in the behind (laughs) later on. Uh, but no, it's, it's really cool. I wasn't super happy about the ending. Uh, not because the game was bad or whatever. I just, I just felt like it's a really tough choice. Mm. And my choice that I wanted to make was really tough. (laughs) <laughs> to make. Uh, so I mean, that probably just shows how good this game was and the story mm-hmm. was, but I was not happy about the ending and the outcome. Uh, it's, it, it didn't, no, no.
1: <laughs> um, I guess you I've never played it. No,
0: I guess you can't always have happy endings, but I mean, that's just, that was my choice. Uh, you can, you can, that's different choices. Uh, and actually, it actually does. This game does um, reward you if you go explore stuff and read all the small notes, stuff like that. Uh, Reading? Yes, actually. (laughs) This is a
1: video game podcast, not a book podcast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, there there is at least one choice. I won't spoil what it is, but where what you say and do, because at this point you're drained of energy, so you cannot rewind time. so i mean then you need to you have some uh, conversation choices and uh, if you have paid attention like i did uh, (laughs) you said you can say the exact right things that you need to say in this situation if you did not pay attention you might uh, unless you're lucky uh, say stuff you shouldn't have said and um, yeah other stuff happens so uh, i mean it's not game over if you pick the wrong one it just puts you on a different path or whatever (laughs) in the game. But no, I just really enjoyed it because I was like, yeah, I paid attention. I'm awesome when this happened. So (laughs) yeah, really, really cool game. It's not that old. It's actually like, I don't know, five years old or something like Mm -hmm. this. Um, Really cool. So it's definitely something you could could still uh, uh, discover today and really, really enjoy.
1: I have to check it out. I haven't really checked it out. Um, I know of it and I know when it was new, everybody was talking about it. Mm. but those games are kind of hit or miss for me sometimes. Yeah. I did get into the Telltale ones, um, like The Walking Dead. Uh, they had a Borderlands one that I played, and then The Wolf Among Us. That yeah. one was
0: pretty cool, the too. The Wolf so. Among Us so good, by the way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but no, it, I mean, the thing is that this, this, this game as well, uh, Life is Strange, uh, it's about t- teenagers as well. Uh, Teenage mm-hmm. Girl, actually, who's the protagonist. And it was my friend... Uh, a Dutch friend that I have he was up here visiting and and he actually uh, said hey you should actually try this game out and he had played it and then I played it together and he was watching and you know two grown men following this teenage uh, thing going on in the game and almost crying ourselves and being like, are you crying i'm not crying this is... no. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I really feel like the the, the story is just it, it hits me it, it was a good story uh i feel like it it just had everything it was mm-hmm. well written i like the the choices and how the systems work with the choices and stuff like that yep. so i can definitely recommend it if you haven't tried it out uh yet uh, just be aware that there is also there 's two sort of sequels there 's like a no I think there 's a prequel to this one, and then there 's an actual sequel mm-hmm. uh, i i didn 't get the prequel or whatever i 'm not sure if it, if it was a prequel or if it was a continuation, but i didn 't get it because uh the gaming company decided to go with other voice actors because there was something going on at that point and and they didn 't want to wait they wanted to get the money now instead of getting the actual Actors. There was that
1: voice actor strike or something like yeah, that. Yeah,
0: exactly. So I I never jumped on board on that. I I chose to support, uh, you know the the strike instead. Um, but there's an actual sequel that I haven't tried, but it's different characters, different also voice actors, obviously. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it's good. But the original game, two thumbs up here from, from here.
1: Uh, all right. Um, speaking of stories, and this one is not necessarily written all that well. <laughs> uh, Kingdom Hearts 2 is the last game for me on this list. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 2 came into my life when I was, I believe, in high school. And uh, as a kid in high school, I was trying to struggling to figure out where I belong. Hmm. Uh, as you know, because you're a little bit older than me, but you still went to school before video games were as popularized as they may be now. And it was the same for me, where video games were not always like the coolest thing around so if you were a video game player you weren't necessarily part of the it crowd so Hmm. i didn't always brag to everybody that i had all these video games and that i played a bunch of video games because i didn't want them to see me in that light i was on sports team yeah i didn't want to be seen that way i was on sports team so i was like no i want them to see me as that because that's the more popular thing um but secretly at home i picked up little game called Kingdom Hearts and I loved it and it was fun. It was like Disney and Final Fantasy had a little baby and then it created this game (laughs) and then Kingdom Hearts two came out and it was a little bit controversial in the beginning because a whole new character was introduced and you're like, who the heck is this character? Why am I not playing as Sora like the character from the last game and this character like everything that i felt inside as like a teenager trying to find his place where he felt like everyone around him knew what they were doing and he had no clue what was going on. Mm. He had no clue like what everyone wanted, what they wanted from him and what he wanted. And in the end i'm i'm actually not going to spoil it for anybody that hasn't played, but i will say that like him coming to terms with his place in the world is sometimes like how we feel where we find ourselves in a position where it's not always the place that we want to be, but it's the place that we are. And sometimes you have to make amends with that and just say like, this is actually where I am. And is it feasible to get to point a now given where I actually am and him coming to terms with that and discovering himself and his place in the world or lack thereof was it captivated me in a way. And it's still to this day, like I love the Roxas theme from Kingdom Hearts 2. If you like video game music, definitely like give that a listen. You could connect with the character just off the music. Um, and the game itself, it was an improvement in almost every way on the original. People say that they don't like it as much because there were less Disney worlds in Kingdom Hearts 2 than there were in the first one. But I didn't mind it so much. So Kingdom Hearts 2, definitely... One of those games i wish i could go back and experience for the first time and i would choose to do it again at the age that i discovered it
0: <laughs> another one of those games kingdom hearts i've never played any any entry in this franchise either uh obviously was it the third one that came out like a year ago or something like yeah. that yeah I've, I've I've seen bits and pieces of this obviously because it's more it's it's you it's, these days you can't you can't, yeah. not you can't see hide stuff. anything. No. Uh, you cannot see anything. So I actually have seen a little bit of Kingdom Hearts, and it is a, a game that I'm like, yeah, maybe, maybe I'll pick this up one day uh, uh, and, and try it out. Um, but, uh, but no, it, it seems cool, and it's just good to hear that it actually had a story, that compelling story that actually gave you something.
1: It's a ridiculous story overall. Mm. Like Definitely like understand that if you do get involved, you're in for... One heck of a ride that you may not even understand by the time you get to the end of it. Um, <laughs> so there's a bunch of side games, too. So just be prepared that there's a lot to get to. But okay. I think you have one more game for us, right?
0: I have one last thing. I don't want to dwell too much with it. We already have spoken a little bit about it in one of the early episodes. Uh, it's The Last of Us. Uh, <laughs> it's just... It's uh, it's a story that's so cool. Such a good story. Um, because it is... It, it is in a in a zombie sort of world and but it does it it's not really about the zombies, it's about these two characters these two to three characters that you follow throughout the story mm-hmm. uh so it's focused on them and they just happen to be in this zombie ish world and i really I really like that you know. Everything else take the back seat, and it's more about these two characters and what they go through and and I think that's really really cool um and I guess it's also a story about fatherhood, not something that i uh either of us maybe uh, I'm, I'm too familiar with at least not being the dad um mm-hmm. obviously or at least
1: not that we know of
0: not that we know no. Of, no. <laughs> that is true uh but no i I just really enjoyed it and and I liked. Like just like the story and and and, and you know the, just following this relationship that starts growing between these two characters and and just the ending of it all was just blowing me away that whoa okay can it can a game end like this that's that's cool uh, yeah and that's and then I don't think I've spoiled spoiled anything um but I don't think so either. no. But uh, just a really, really cool game and one that I actually per- play. I-, I played it through originally on PlayStation 3. Again, I think there was this was towards the end of, of the life cycle of, of PlayStation 3. This one was one of the games that I actually managed to finish, though, before the PlayStation 4 came along. Mm-hmm. But I actually bought this game again, like one or two years ago, one year ago, I think, for the PlayStation 4, just to play it through while my girlfriend was watching. She didn't want to play it. She wanted to see the story, but she didn't want to play it. Uh, so I played it through, and she watched it, and I got to show her the story, and yeah, still holds up. It's it's a really cool game, and and a yeah. sequel is coming out soon.
1: Tn. Yeah. Um, yeah, The Last of Us was an amazing game from start to finish. Like it grabs your attention immediately and it holds it all the way through. One of the high points of it that I feel is how real the decisions of the characters are. Mm. Um, They don't necessarily, I think video games often fall into tropes of like you mentioned the ending you're like, Oh, it has to end this way because it ends this way. That's the video game ending. Mm. Like either like the hero needs to win. It's almost like the movies where, one guy can destroy the entire alien fleet in independence day. Uh, It's like the hero or the people win. And one thing that I love about this story is every step of the way, every decision that is made is a very human and real decision. And it's not always necessarily the best decision. It's something that people make in the moment Mm -hmm. and you see it written on the characters faces, like the weight of those decisions that they've made.
0: Yeah. And and I think what adds to this is that every, all the characters is actual ca- uh, actors uh, performing mm-hmm. uh, these scenes in you know those gray suits with balls all over, uh, uh, three D motion capture whatever mm-hmm. um, the mocap mocap, but, uh, but and I think that just adds so much depth to the characters and actually because that's that's if you start googling uh YouTubing this then there's so many videos with behind the scenes stuff and uh it's just interesting to see as well that some decision was actually changed some characters uh way of being and acting was actually mm-hmm. changed because of the actors uh being like hey I think that the character would do this instead it feels more like in character and you know sometimes the directors were yeah that's actually uh Mm -hmm. cool i agree and other times obviously the doctor was yeah but no this is not what the scene is about but uh but it's just cool to see that that the the actors also had uh some influence on, on their characters
1: yeah and a quick thing before we get ready to wrap it up here um if you are interested in playing the last of us just know that you don't have to have a playstation 3 you don't have to have a playstation 4 it's actually available on playstation now so if you have a pc you can sign up for PlayStation now and you can play the last of us on your PC. Oh, that's you cool. do need to have a controller. I believe you do need to have a controller that hooks up to your PC. So please keep that in mind. But if you're just looking to play the last of us, 10 bucks a month, I think for PlayStation now, um, look into it. I, I recommend it. So, yeah. Uh and I think that's all we had for them today, unless you have any last-minute things to say there, Marty.
0: No, I, I think that's it. I mean, I, now that we started talking about it, I, I think I got two or three more games. and am like, oh, I would I would love to play <laughs> <it."> But <laughs> yeah. we're out of time. Maybe we, we could do this another time, maybe, if there's a week where we're like, hey, mate, let's put, pick up that old thing again yeah. and do another show. Because there uh, is there is there there is a lot of games under, and then there is, are a few really cool games out there as well.
1: Yeah, so that brings us to the end of this episode um thank you all for joining us and as always feel free to check out the website which is two nerds maybe you can email the show over at two nerds maybe more at gmail.com or you can find us at twitter at two nerds maybe more with the two being the number and we, um, would,
0: we would love to hear from you to hear what what's your favorite gaming experience? That games that you would love to play again for the first time? Let us know. We would love to 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 hear from you because everybody has different games. Yes, definitely.
1: Like whatever we discuss on the show, always feel free to email us, hit us up on Twitter, let us know, and we will interact. We'll talk about it, and we hope that everybody's staying safe out there, staying safe, staying clean, having a good time. Um, Wash them hands. From my... Wash them hands. I'm um, from your myself. Face.
0: Don't touch it.
1: <laughs> I'm not from <laughs> myself and from Marty. Until next time, everybody, take care of yourselves and we'll see you later. Bye. Bye.
0: This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com. <laughs>